enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. For those of you tuning in for the first time, my name is Aaron. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, it's been a while. I've taken a small little hiatus for the holidays and stuff to, um, you know, get some rest in and, you know, rewind from the year that we had just to buckle on up for the year that we currently have. And now we're only two weeks into, but here we are. We're back and we're still here. So, uh, we got a great show for you guys tonight, um, or whatever time of the day that you're listening to this show. It's the internet. I'm not the boss of you. I can't tell you what time you to listen to the show. But we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai and the greater Karate Kid universe. So strap in for that, because this is going to be a very, very fun show. Before we get into that, Temple of Geek Podcast, we've been around since 2012. Here we discuss and celebrate fandoms and all things geek. And to our returning listeners, thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, you guys are in for a treat. I have two guests with me today. First and foremost, we have a, a freelance writer. She's written for Nerdist, Nerds of Color, Nerd Reactor, all the things nerd. You probably can Google her name and find it next to. Give it up for Laura Syracuse. And also, we have a retired stuntman who can probably talk, to, talk us through a lot of the stunts and fight choreography that we're going to talk about in Cobra Kai. Uh, he also shares a name with the host of Double Dare. I swear it's not him, but it is Mark Summers, everybody. How's everybody doing this evening? You know, it's going, uh, you know, work my way through the uh, the critical challenge, have the fight for Akumite to get to the studio tonight, but I think we are okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's great. It's um still in the pandemic, but pretty good. I mean, we have a lot to binge on, on Netflix now, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix really came through with like a lot of things to binge. Um, they they put out a whole lot of stuff that they just been holding on to, and then they bought a couple new properties, which brought us to um, Cobra Kai making it to the world at large. Because those of us like me who have a premium YouTube account saw the first two seasons already, uh, but now everybody else gets to join in on it. So uh, I, I assume both of you have seen Cobra Kai, correct? <laughs> yes, definitely. All caught up. Yeah, long weekends will do that. Hey, so let me let me ask you guys both a question, and, and this is how we'll get started with 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 our talk about Cobra Kai. Uh, how serious do you take karate? Because <laughs> <laughs> these kids um, take it real serious. It's real serious in this. Real. Well, Mark, Mark, real. You've, done, you've done martial arts. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. You know, it's all fun and games until you get punched in the mouth. <laughs> yep. It really is. Cause, and, and trust me, a lot of people get punched in mouths, kicked downstairs. You know, it's 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 pretty nuts in this uh, in Encino High School. Like yeah. a lot of these sunsets I'm watching them when they're going through them. I'm like, oh, I do not want to do that bump. Oh, that's going to suck. Oh, they yeah. let those kids do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, they're I don't remember being so serious. I've never done the tournaments. I just did it just because, like, I I wanted to to just know martial arts and so the, and the levels. And then I got sick of it and then I got over it. But they are intense. Like, and but you know what always pisses me off is the way that Daniel learned karate and that and, and so the way that he trained trained it. Because I was so angry because I'm like, oh my god, 
like I, I know Mark can agree, like you have to like do all these moves correctly and everything. So it's like and it's not the way that they teach it and it's not the the same moves that they've done. So I'm kinda like oh every time I watch like the way he trains, like it's like okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pretend it's his fantasy. <laughs> yeah, like, this is the uh, every every kung fu martial arts thing has magic time. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. But like for those listening, like we we go on, we we're talking about the entire Karate Kid universe, so we're gonna go all the way back to the 1984 movie and 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 break it down from that because uh, we were talking before we started recording, like. And, and this is something that I've been saying like since I was a kid too. I also took martial arts as a kid and. And this is after Karate Kid because, you know, we were all inspired by the Karate Kid. Be like, oh, yo, you know what? We can go do that. And then we get to the Karate. Uh, we get we get to whichever martial arts, you know, dojo and stuff. And nobody's painting fences. Nobody's waxing cars. <laughs> nobody's painting houses or anything like that. As a matter of fact, if you watch those movies, Daniel doesn't do any of those moves in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> he does do an illegal head kick. Yes, he did. That 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 kick was totally illegal. Yeah, totally. And you know, and also like you know that the one guy who was like who should have won, like the 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 half Asian guy that they had, like a dark, like the uh, Asian guy, he should have he like you see him do flips and all that stuff, and somehow he gets third place. Right. <laughs> I will say that's how every fight goes with somebody who's trying to show about me. It's like they'll do something funny, and it's just uh, and jab to the face. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like I don't know. I just like, but I, it, it's 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 the it's the Karate Kid. Like, you if if it's just the idea of this this guy, like this kid, like rising above and you know, um, becoming this Karate Kid master. So I kind of just just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pretend it's it's not karate, but it's just a fake martial arts that mm-hmm. like, and and this is just a fantasy that you know. Okay, he 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 was bullied, and but now you know it's flipped around. But I, I'm like, I'm just gonna pretend because when I was a kid watching it, I was just like, oh my god, it's so cool. And then when I actually did it, like martial arts, I'm just like, that's BS. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how little karate is actually in this entire franchise. Oh my god, yeah, very little, like so little. I'm like, that's kung fu. When I whenever I watch things, I'm like, uh, that's, that's actually kung fu, but okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I do like the story, the heart of it. And I love Pat Morita. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to love the way, the the memories and nostalgia of when I was a kid. And I and I love the story that Cobra Kai does. Yes. Um, it makes, I am invested in the kids, not the karate. So yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm. Um, I'm gonna ignore the the martial arts, like even though the stunt people do amazing work, like they do 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 great. Um, I mean, they're professionals, so it's great watching that the action when you don't see the kids' faces because then you know it's the stunt double. Oh yeah, um, totally. It, yeah, but it's there's but a it's lot great. of radio switches in this show. Yeah, but yeah. it's great to um, it it the story is what makes the heart of it, you know, and I I kind of just ignore the karate portion and just focus on the karate is just a side story, but the main thing is the, the, the actual characters. Right. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me a lot of, of go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, I said, like I said, it's really kind of reminds me of, um, did any of you guys watch this? It's on Netflix now. If you want to take a break for two seasons worth of a 20 minute cartoon, but a uh, Scooby-Doo mystery incorporated. 
Oh yeah. Bear with me. Give me. I'll, I'll, this will make sense in like three sentences. No, I'm in. I, I think I know exactly what yeah. you're going to say. Go ahead. Yeah, it's one of those. It's the way the way they wrote the script is, and this is a. I went to a, a panel with the uh, the writers of it where they're talking. The way they explain they how they pitched it is, they pitched it as a Battlestar Galactica style reboot of Scooby Doo, <laughs> where they kept all the silly. They kept every bit of silliness in it, but they let everybody in the show respond to every bit of silly as if they were a person and then just made it super dark. So I feel like this okay. is like the same style of reboot that what they did there when they take I'm gonna take have to the, watch this now. All right, season one has probably the single darkest twist I've seen in like anything in the last twenty years. Okay, now I'm invested. <laughs> yeah. Like it's super dark just like it's dark on normally thinking about it, but then you realize this is in a children's show and they put in like their season one ends on the darkest thing you could have a kid find out. Oh my god, that sounds oh, I I mean I, I heard about this, but but yeah, like the nostalgia of Scooby Doo is gonna be great. <laughs> but it's legitimately well written. It's kind of like exactly like Cobra Kai. It's way it's written way better than it has any business being. And everyone involved is clearly having the most fun. And that's what I like oh about God. Cobra Kai because like everybody is having fun in it. Uh, you brought up Pat Morita earlier, and I, I want to bring that up too because yeah, he he is like the heart and soul of like the Karate Kid franchise, even still beyond the grave. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is one, Pat Morita was a stand-up comedian uh, who had to make up that accent because he did not speak like that, like in real life. Nope, he's uh, American, like. Third generation, second generation, I think. Yeah, he's like second generation. He's like he's from the Bay Area, I believe. And just he he was like, all right, I just have to make this part. Like you can watch Happy Days and you can see that he doesn't speak like that. You know, he was Arnold in Happy Days. He owned the diner. Uh, I'm, I'm I know I'm aging myself when I bring up a Happy Days reference, but we are talking about a movie that came out 35 years ago. So uh, <laughs> there's that. But um. And I love how they cut the scenes with Mr. Miyagi in there to still kind of like teach some lessons. And also how Mr. Miyagi never really taught uh, Daniel everything he knows because there's always <laughs> something else that Danny doesn't know. Which oh, yeah, won't. especially from this season. That This season, it's really I really appreciated the episodes that um, focused on, um, you know, like Mr. Miyagi's past and also... Yeah. Daniel's connection to it. Um, so yeah, as as we go on to talk about it, I I, I I have a lot to say about that because it it meant a lot to me um, growing up watching Karate Kid Two of seeing like Asians on screen and you know yeah. just an Asian woman and all that stuff like on screen. So seeing seeing the return of some of the characters kind of was very very touching for me. Yeah, Karate Kid Two was my favorite out of this, the, the 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 original series, by the way. Uh, yeah, not... fight to the death. Yeah, <laughs> like first one, first movie, just like a nice okay, some bullying and a karate tournament. Second one, kumite. <laughs> no, the second one, like Sato was straight. I, w I was watching this with my wife the other day. We watched like the whole se the the original four, and Sato was like a horror villain, like out of out of yeah. nowhere, like throughout the whole movie. Every time Mr. Miyagi was like, he's just like hanging out with his childhood love. Miyagi, and it's like he gets off the plane. Miyagi, and I'm like, whoa, what is happening with Sato? That he is just like really angry after like 50 years of just being angry as hell. 
Like he just pops up like a horror villain the whole time. It was like now, like years and years later, it's kind of funny. But like, I'm like damn. I, I I do love that how it's it's caught up to like reflect nowadays too. Because like mm-hmm. back then you couldn't get away with the like if if Karate Kid like the original Karate Kid and the one and two and three were to be present now, it it's so dated. It's super oh, dated, yeah. especially um, three. So, Oh yeah, especially like, uh, but yeah, like it's super. I keep forgetting that one exists. I I love her. Okay, guys, I want her to make an appearance. Cobra Kai season four won't let you forget because they already set up Terry Silver. Yeah, like that's it's weird. Like going back into like I love the whole like throughout the whole franchise, Cobra Kai and all the movies. There's constantly this thread of. There's like a B plot and every and everything of these the teachers trying to exercise past demons of their mistakes early on. Yeah. Like everyone like everything you can tell is happening because someone made a mistake a while ago and they're trying to fix it now the only way they know how. <laughs> well, I, I, I am looking forward to like I feel like I feel like this season though, like like because like this is my favorite season. Um yeah. Like I, 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 like the whole, yeah, like of the all of them, I'm just like, because I binged it again before I, I watched the third one, okay. and when I watched when I watched the third one, I was just like, oh my god, like, I feel like there's, I maybe because I feel like I'm more connected to the characters because I learned about them first, second, and then third. I'm just like, oh my god, I, 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 I feel like I'm more invested in these characters. Um, and but the thing is, it reminds me when I was watching it. It reminds me of a wrestling, wrestling kind of thing because one person becomes the foot, and then all of a sudden they become the heel, and then oh, they yeah. go back to being the foot, and then oh, they go yeah. back to being the heel. Yeah. So I was like, I was watching it. I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm watching wrestling because you just don't know. Like all of it's, a sudden, hey, they could be the foot. It's completely like wrestling. Like that is you. I I, I really want to look and just see like if any of the writers on the show actually have written for the WWE at, at any point in time. <laughs> because like if you if you look at it, the beats go from like a month to month pay per view cycle. It's like okay, well this kid is his son, but his father is training somebody else and treating him like a son. So now I got to get back at my dad. And now we got the big tournament at the end. And now I got to, and then at the end, the good guys are not the bad guys. The bad guys are not the good guys. And now season four, it's like, okay, fine. It's like the survivor series. Now, if your team wins, we get out of town. If we win, (laughs) then it's open season on everybody. And it's like, Oh, okay. This is this is this is like Vince McMahon like in the eighties writing this shit right now. So, which yeah, it's this a, is like good, a universe where like no one responds to a, to a police recall about a home invasion. Listen now, oh, I know. Just, that's hey, crazy. Okay, okay, wait, now we're gonna, there. Okay, what, are we, what are we talking about? Like, what it, are we going to be talking about? Because I need to know. It took us <laughs> fifteen minutes to get to what I wanted to say. Why is okay. nobody calling the police at all? I like, <laughs> I like how they put a lampshade on it. They put a real in season three. or just having a man. Amanda go like, right? It sounds crazy when you try and say this out loud. <laughs> it's, but like, it's also Encino, guys. It's yeah. also... I, wait, are they in Reseda or in Encino? Um, okay, so Danny lives, in, in, Danny lives in Encino. So they broke into okay. a house in Encino and just tore it to crap. Had the Royal Rumble in this house. Uh, we're going to stick with the wrestling references if everybody's okay with that. Um, <laughs> that one's look like more like Hell in the Cell, let's be real. 
know. I was like, what is happening? They just like tear and and no one brings that up. Like, you send them to my house. I'm like, you should have brought the police with you to the dojo. Like, like, how is everyone involved not in jail after that ending? Oh, seriously! What, like, what? Some of them are supposed to are on probation. Like, they yeah. should be like they yeah. should be locked up after what happened. And like, I'm just like, it, it, like, like I would have been like, we're gonna call the cops. That that bitch is gonna go back to her probation she's thing or j- jail. She's, she's going yeah, back to and like, Crease is going to jail. He's like a hundred years yeah. old. You know. I'm like no he he um like they they like this should not have happened like I, if I was Amanda because like she seems like the type of person I would become as a mom and like I would be like uh uh-uh, uh mm-hmm. I'm gonna step in and do my part and then when she stepped in she was like ah oh. but then if the cops I would I would have I would have been like if I saw my kids like in my house all damaged I'll be like we're calling the cops all all these guys are gonna go to jail because. Now it's not the balls in my court because I have evidence, and then they should be rich enough to have cameras. Yeah, they like, know that's a gated community. They have cameras of all those kids coming yeah, in there. Right. They want to make Korea town, and people have the ring, so I know that they have that kind of stuff in Encino. Yeah, like you would. They they definitely did, especially they have a nice house and with a freaking like garden Zen garden in there. Come on, like and then and, like. Like I, I'm surprised that like they they were Hawk and all his guys were able to trash like the place from the first season anyway and get the Medal of Honor. I'm like, you guys, didn't you learn your lesson from the first time? So right. you should have cameras. They should have cameras so, set up. Yeah. They should have, that 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 should have been a no brainer. You know, just have like or at the very least, some neighbor had cameras and stuff. Be like, hey, there's a lot of kids that just ran up in this crib real quick. Let me go investigate this. <laughs> Oh, I hear I hear things crashing uh, against the wall. I hear plates right. and all this stuff breaking, and I hear people yelling. Huh? I'm just gonna ignore it because this is Encino. <laughs> like, right? Call cops in the hobby down there. Yeah. yeah like, look, we live I'm through like, Michael Jackson having a giraffe and an elephant in his yard. We can make it through this. We'll be okay. <laughs> like, okay, so I like since um we're I, like I'm I'm not really sure how the like what we're gonna talk about, but like this fight. Um, I mean, that it was great. one take. That it was one whole take, yeah. But you could tell, like, the cuts when they're oh the, yeah, like, uh, the stunt people. Yeah. But the fights were fine. Like, I was like, I was like, okay, like the stunt people are doing a great job. But I just felt like I, I felt like that moment when Hawk just switched sides. It was very unexpected, and I don't think they could they should have forgiven him because especially since he broke his his friend's arm. Right. So I. Like I was yeah. like that was an unexpected heel like heel to foot turn because like it didn't make sense. Yeah, he was thinking about it and he had a guilty conscience, but why then and why like why at that moment? Like it didn't make that that part did not make any sense to me because like Hawk has always been this like mean guy because like I get it, he's been teased and bullied and everything, but what would make him turn? There's no reason for him to turn. They, they they really yeah. didn't focus on that at all. They like they gave they made it look like he would have turned if he would have turned earlier, maybe. But like you break your but was he the one that broke his arm or was it? Yeah, uh, he broke I, it. Yeah. He broke his friend's arm. He yeah, broke yeah, yeah. His I, I, arm in the in that night in that that that, that like laser tag place. place. Yeah, golf is up, which we've all been to at least once. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, but, totally. Like, you can't just break yeah. my arm and then fight beside me right after. We have to have a real serious talk about something at the very least, you know? Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't understand the evolution, and I, I still don't understand the evolution of, of with with Hawk, um, but as a character, it didn't make sense to me. But everyone else as characters, it they they did a great job with them, except him and Robbie. I don't like the tw- the turn, the twist and turns. But uh, Robbie is not really well developed. No, like, Robbie, Robbie, they just left Robbie in jail for like the season three. Like he was yeah. just gone for like. Everybody's yeah, like, oh, man. Got- go ahead. I was going to say, like, with Hawk, we got to see him, like, from all the way back in season one, start off as the kid, like, this this tragic, the, the tragic nerd story we always see. Uh, you give them a little bit of power in any domain, and then suddenly they become the bully to start acting out. Right. See, like, see, the strongest moments were, like, those last couple episodes of, of season one and that first episode of season two, where you have Johnny watching his kid, these kids he's trained. And watching them both turn at the same time, going from a good kid to what he was, that dawning more moment of horror. And they really kind of lost that thread in a little bit of season three because everyone had kind of set solidified who they were going to be until the end. Yeah, yeah. it just it, it didn't make sense to me. I just was like, I was like, um, Robbie d- had no character development, um, and and I, and then Hawks was just weird. The only one I really really liked was Samantha's storyline because it was the PTSD situation. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I feel like they did a great job um, establishing her character from what happened, like the trauma of seeing um, the guy, like you know, guy, her friend, like fall and and hurt himself and and be unconscious in a coma, um, and like. Just the the trauma of being attacked too, because she had the scars, um, and her trying to deal with it all and also fight back. But it, I just really felt like they did a great job with that character's uh, development. Yeah, the one thing though that kind of bugged me in season three, even though it's kind of been like a minor thread for the rest of the series, is specifically with, with Sam. Is they, the story really wanted you to hate her and. And that's, and it's, or at least that's the way, like, it was cut together how they always try to make everything blame her for everything in season three. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a lot of easier people who have, have way more, yeah. than, have more role in this than she does. So just, I know this is like Macho He Man story, but I was kind of hoping that they were going to steer away from a little bit of the old tropes of it's always the girl's fault that the guys yeah. are fighting off, rather than these guys being dumbasses. Oh my god, I was so pissed off because like when she tried, she and Miguel tried to bring them together, everyone was riling on her, and I'm just like, "Fuckers!" Mig- uh, I just curse. I'm the first one to curse. Uh, like I've been swearing all over the place. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Mig- am I. You're you're the okay, last good. one. <laughs> okay, good. I'm the last. I'm I'm always last, but whatever. Like um, but yeah, M- Miguel was there too. Like he was the one who made who planned it too. Why are you riling on her? So I was kind of like pissed when they I, they were like, "Oh, why'd you bring us here, Samantha?" Samantha, I'm like, "Fucking a, Miguel's right there. Miguel is right. also like in the mix. Like, and I I love Miguel also. Like, he's 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 one of my favorites because like he's a guy I root for. Even though like I know no matter what, he will never turn to a heel. Like there'll be moments of assholeness, but not not right. full assholeness. So, um, but yeah, like she it, they they kept the trope of like her like being blamed for everything and it, it kind of it kind of made me mad because i'm just like 
no, like Miguel is also part of it, and also these other people were part of it. Yes, she she was the one who initiated it. Uh, yes, she didn't help her friend because she had PTSD. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's we shouldn't just all put the blame on her for the other stuff too. Um, so, but I, I, but I did, I appreciate the way that they, I appreciated the way they did the PTSD story though for her, because like, yeah, if you, it's, a, it's like you, if you see your friend fall from stories and hit their back and oh, like maybe may never walk again, you're going to be traumatized. Yes. So I'm glad that they touched on that because if I saw my friend, something happened to my friend, I would honestly be like, oh my God, devastated. Especially if I had another year of school to walk by the very stairwell that he fell down, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to be at the place where it happened the whole time. This this karate fight got news coverage, too, which was okay. Uh, you know, I, I understand big school brawls and stuff would be on TV and stuff, but they gave a lot of news coverage to that. Um, one of the characters who I wanted to see more development for because they set it up like he's one he is one of the main characters is Robbie. And season three is like, okay, mm -hmm. Robbie Robbie's in Juvie. Okay, he should he definitely should not have been the only person that was in Juvie if we we're gonna bring mm -hmm. that element into it. But like they show like a couple episodes of how he's dealing with it and stuff. And after that, like literally like two episodes no one brings him up whatsoever. And then when he comes out, he's like angry. Robbie's had more senseis than everybody in the entire Karate Kid universe. And somehow, like, he's... I, I don't get his character at this point, you know, because they've given him no development. Like, he has no, no. motivation going no. on. Yeah. He's basically... He's Johnny's son, for those who forgot, because I did at one point. <laughs> uh, <That's> <laughs> It's kind of weird, though, like, in season one, like, they really set up this interesting, like, subtle, like, in a stealth reboot of the franchise, yeah. where they had basically, like, Robbie being the Daniel, the, the, the Johnny analog, and, and Miguel right. being the, um, the Johnny analog, but what if they was giving them the setup of, what if they had the different mentors? It's like, yeah. just replaying the original, replaying the first movie, but giving the kids different mentors to seeing what would have happened. And then they kind of lost that in season at the end of season two. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I get that. Like they want to do that, but honestly, if 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 Robbie never showed up, if they were like, "Oh, he's in jail, and we never see him again," I would have been okay because I would be yeah. like, "I'm not invested in this guy." Um, not at all. Like I was, I was, I was sad to to lose um the like that the other girl the the uh, the other best friend the ex best Are you friend. Sure? Oh yeah. yeah, I was I was so upset that when she had to go, and I was just because I was invested in her story because you know being the kid and rising above and you know and 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 like being strong, a badass woman and a woman of color too. So it kind of sucks like that she had to be like gone because it's like you guys got rid of the only black woman, but okay, um, right? But it's I okay. Yeah, yeah, but I I was like oh, but Robbie, I would have been like okay, bye. Yeah, like at least with Aisha, she had the most interesting as like for all the characters, she had the most interesting position of the uh, Cobra Kai students, narratively speaking. Because like really, the I feel like honestly, the arc that Hawk got in season three should have been Aisha's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would that would have made more sense for her to flip than Hawk, you know? Yeah, uh, because yeah. she was she joined Cobra Kai because you know it was a self esteem thing and. 
she just wanted some uh, 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 an outlet to you know become mentally stronger you know because she was getting bullied she's getting put in viral videos and stuff in season one and now we're supposed to cheer for the chick who did that you know yeah exactly like yeah exactly because like she was making out with that guy I I was just so annoyed because I was just like um there's so many characters like the, the the switch of hawk Robbie I don't give a give a shit about um and Sam getting all the hate um I, you know, I just, I, and, and like, I don't like, the, and also another character development, I understand why they're doing this, but with Kreese, they're trying to uh, give him a backstory and understand why he's the way he is. And then yeah. also that moment he had with oh, Perry. Yeah. I have thoughts on this because I'm actually yeah. really angry about, angry about that story because they also dropped a really key plot point from season two and just let it die on the vine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that's the thing. Like they gave, they tried to give Kreese like, a a backstory and like the thing is he's too evil to care about and to to consider and so even but i did appreciate him fighting defending tori because like uh, with that predator because that predator was disgusting that was cool i I enjoyed that yeah but other than that i'm like i don't care about his backstory i i don't care that he had a bad life you know and he lost his wife and his girlfriend and his mom because you don't have to be a bad person and I understand that he had to survive. It's all about survival. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to feel sympathy for him. But nah. yeah, Mark, you have some stuff too. Yeah. Well, Please. Like in season two, in season two, like Miguel calls him out because Kreese's backstory makes no sense. Like mm-hmm. none of the, like everything he says should make sense. So having him get in like, oh, he really was a war special forces. Like it would have been so much, if they were going to give him a backstory, a better backstory would have been if he was still the janitor. And got drafted right. and was always the wimpy kid. Going like yeah, he didn't so like, happen. Yeah, just making him a fraud the whole way through. It's like and actually fully right. revealing to everybody he's always been a fraud. So everything he's doing is the the elf, like the same alpha nerd bullshit of suddenly I got a little bit of power or the appearance of power. I am going to make everyone else hurt. Yeah. I, like, I agree with that. It should he should have been like that. But yeah, um, go ahead. But yeah, yeah, because like he was, it was a, according to the pictures on the walls in Cobra Kai in uh, original Karate Kid series. Yeah, he did go to Vietnam. But yeah, like have him, have him be still a janitor, or have him be like in the mess hall or something like that. Like he wasn't like some guy special forces kicking ass all over the place fighting over a snake pit in Vietnam. You know. Like him and Terry Silva were probably just two losers and stuff who just found some way to make themselves seem more badass because nobody else could verify it. But then when he says, Oh, I was when when he doesn't know basic country capitals, you know. Yeah. Like you mean to tell me like a guy with Terry Silver with that name and that ponytail was anything other than just getting wedgies the whole time of service? Exactly. Like and and what I like I like the the small little flip that they did. The person that everybody thought was Terry Silver wasn't. What yeah. it was like it was one guy in the army um, when they were doing the Vietnam scenes. He was this just greasy, slick back hair and stuff. I was like, oh shit, that's Terry Silver. Yeah. <laughs> And it totally wasn't. Yeah, but we also did the same bait with the in the diner in that first diner flashback of oh it's the job oh yeah oh, it's the janitor. Nope, he's the like, janitor. Oh, like I'm like I like, can't feel bad for somebody. 
Yeah, I can't feel bad for somebody who in like in the course of 35 years I've seen kill try to kill several children. So, you know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I he he's he's I mean, he used old school slurs against Mr. Miyagi like yeah. like he tried to he tried to murder a couple kids in broad like moonlight in front of a whole bunch of people. Like, come on! Like, I I can't feel bad for this guy. He's he's the established villain. Don't try to make him. Everybody can't be the Joker where you got to give him a, a a sobby sad story. I'm like, no, he's still the Joker though. You know, he can choose to be better, but he chose not to be. So, you know, um, another thing, and it it kind of bothers me to a point because I I, I understand that this is a a thing of fiction too, but. It bothers me how out of touch with just life in general that Johnny is. Oh my god! Like, yeah. yeah, the joke the joke started wearing thin in around season two, and like it, now it's just like, oh, if you really know this, you can see the writers trying so hard to find any comedy here. Yeah, it's like I get it, and in Johnny is close. He's inching on sixty years old. I get it in real life <laughs> and in the show. I understand that. There are going to be some things that, like, generationally, he's not going to get. However, he was in his mid-20s, early 30s when the internet got popping and when everything was going cool and stuff. So this is, like, prime time, like, life stuff that he should actually already know. But he- well, you, have to, you have to remember, he, he is the guy who... Um, Stayed away from nerd stuff, like anything that nerds, like Bill Gates. You know that's he can he would he would have given him a wedgie and stuff. Like he he avoids, um, and he, like and plus he he was broke too. So I don't think I think his his priorities was just working and then drinking and like, in and and going to those like shady concerts like the, <laughs> but um, but then when like um when um. Snyder came up. I was like, okay, that's cool. But oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's but, he's stuck. But, he's stuck in the he's stuck in the past. So he, a guy who is stuck is. in the past is not going to want to learn about the future and what's going on. Yeah, like it's a, like the whole story, like him being stuck in the past, really, was really like it did pay off when they finally brought in Allie for those for that final. Oh like, yeah, look, you both are oh, dumbasses. Yeah. What the fuck have you done? You have. Why are you still obsessed over something that happened when you were seventeen? Yeah. Oh my god. Like that that moment where he he saw Danny hug Ali. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, and then he came in with that white suit. I'm like, somebody's about to get spaghetti thrown on him. <laughs> I, was like, I, I do appreciate them setting us up and priming us for like, oh, they're gonna have another dumb public fight right here, and that's uh-huh. gonna ruin everything. And then they don't give us that. I'm like, ooh. Good play, like yeah, this right this writing team proving that they still know what they're doing. Yes, I love how Danny's wife Amanda just has this face, like, "Why am I stuck in this crazy '80s movie right now? Is this really <laughs> happening to me?" Well, like, and every- you have to remember too, he he Johnny did also bring her to golf and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like the last thing. In, like, he was just like, "Yeah, you know." This is this is like I this is where I took you before. This is where you always take a girl. So he's stuck. You just like the fact that he brought his like Al- like Allie, the girl he still kind of has a thing for, was like okay because he's stuck there, and that's the best memory he had of her, you know. Yeah, I I 
I, I understand. But the most mature that I've seen Johnny was in season one, where he went over all of the beats of Karate Kid, the first one, through his point of view. That was that some was of the most, that was some of the best character work that they did because when you look <laughs> at it through his point of view, Danny is a dick. <laughs> yeah, like Danny, like it's one of those things of Danny as a character that should have been the villain. He just happened to yeah. get so He just yeah. happened to get an early intervention, and that's and that's what kind of like was was Robbie and Miguel. Like, oh yeah, Miguel was very much the Daniel. Like he was very much he was like he was like who, who rather the uh, he was supposed to be the good like he's supposed to be the get the good guy, but he gets tutored right. by the guy who's going to make him a dick. And then you have um, well, and also you have Robbie getting oh, over. Sorry, yeah, I was gonna say then you have Robbie going over there, basic like still like he's getting trained by the guy who doesn't know he's a dick, and then running into just that seeping anger every time. No, exactly. I, like it's because of how I met your mother. I realized um, the show How I Met Your Mother. I realized uh-huh. that like Danny is the is the jerk. And Johnny is the hero because, like, they, they, like, I watched the show, the How I Met Your Mother, and I was just like, oh, why is he the hero? And then when I, I look back, I'm like, oh my God. Right. Yeah. Because, like, in their first fights. Yeah. And that for, in that first encounter, um, Johnny was just trying to get his girlfriend back. And Danny just got in the middle. He was like, hey, man, don't, don't get into this. He literally was just like, hey, just back off real quick. You don't know what's going on. To which Danny sucker punches him, and then we're off to the races. And it's like <laughs> you don't go sucker punching people because you don't know how much karate they know, and you you don't want to get beat up at the beach in front of your friends that you told you could fight because y'all at the beach in Malibu, you live in Reseda. That's a long way on foot. So <laughs> yeah, this the starting the tradition early of every problem in this entire franchise could be solved by a five minute conversation if everyone would just sit down and talk. Yeah. Look, which, Danny which and- Allie did. I did appreciate Allie was like, you guys need to grow up and like to both of them really kinda like, you know? And 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 um and Amanda too. Like I just yes. love that the wo- the women are like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> like just sit and like have an actual conversation and things could kind of get better. You know, I, I, I under like Bobby from the Cobra Kai's from the original oh, yeah. Cobra Kai's Bobby, who's now a, a, a pastor Bobby. Um, he was the pretty much the most balanced character. He was like, hey, maybe we should not do this. You know, maybe we should just, you know, talk to each other and figure this all out instead of, you know, <laughs> pushing a kid off a cliff or, you know, trying to gang up on an old man who's going to just beat the crap out yeah. of us anyway. Well, you could tell that they they knew that he was the nice guy of the series, the Karate Kid series. Uh-huh. So I feel like they 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 did him right with the series by putting him as a pastor and the like the good guy. Oh yeah, and also he's one of the few people who looks back at that time period and doesn't look back at it fondly. He's always a, every time he talks about the past, no. he's always ashamed yeah. about it. And because he's like he grew yeah. up like this is. I, we were dicks. We have a lot to atone for, and putting right. the, the, the putting it square in the nose, we're just going to make this character a priest. Yeah, that, well, that's why yeah. I really, I really liked at the end they're teaming up against Crease. Like it's like all this time, season, like from the Karate Kid series to the Cobra Kai first season, Cobra Kai second season, and now it's like it's all come to this, and like I feel like. 
because of Ali and Amanda. It's because of Ali and Amanda that they were like, we need to, we need to work together. Like, I really, I really like that the women are the reason why. I, I, I totally enjoy that because, yeah, Kreese is the real bad guy when you think about it. Because, you know, Ch- Chosen from Karate Kid 2, who, you know, com- complete villain of that movie. But he he was great in season three of Cobra Kai. Chosen and um, uh, Kumiko. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Chosen and Kumiko from the, the from the Okinawa crew in Cobra Kai yeah. season three. Uh, that whole story arc was great. Like Danny forgot that he was trying to save his car business and went on a, uh, went to karate camp, uh, with, with, you know, his karate cousin, uh, his words, not mine. And, and that whole, that whole in, that whole exchange that they had together was, it, it was pretty fascinating because like chosen who knows yeah. all of the Miyagi karate is still teaching Danny something by way of Mr. Miyagi, who's like, will not stop teaching Danny stuff. Um, oh my God. And that leather, that leather that like, Oh yeah. Red, red to, uh, to Danny. I was like emotional from that because it was, it felt like such a nice conclusion for all the characters and like, and, and Okinawa and also another homage to Pat Marina. Oh yeah. I just, I, I that episode was my favorite because like it was like even though they they didn't actually go to Japan it was all shot in Hawaii and stuff. But oh yeah, they, I love that they brought they they modernized Okinawa. <laughs> like uh, like I'm glad that they that they showed like he was like what what, what happened and then because like you know things happen it's Japan and um and I love the fact that you know uh, Kamiko like oh, Kamiko is like um you know just living her life and she's just uh she's and and her and Chosen, even though he tried to kill her, um, get along. Get along. <laughs> yeah, get along. And she's like, she's just like a, like another woman of the series. Like, you gotta let it go. Like, you gotta just yeah. let this shit go. And I love that she just read the letter, and it was just, it was, it was a, a touching tribute. I really appreciate that. And also, I, uh, I, I love shows what happened to Chosen. Like, I love that he was like, you know, I was wrong, and I'm sorry about that. But I'm I'm better, and like, and let me teach. I have stuff to teach you. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that we still see a little bit of Danny's arrogance because he wanted to keep the scroll, and Chosen's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And uh, in the end, like, you know, it gives like, it to him. Yeah, it gives it to him. But I was I was just like, I would have beat the shit out of him if he tried to take, yeah. like take that stuff. But I was like, oh, Chosen is just like, I I I I love what like his his redemption kind of thing story. Oh yeah. Like he was waiting really long to just honk his nose. And, and I could tell he was just like, all right, this is it. I'm, I'm going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, kind of goes up like chosen's like a good mirror. Of, like Chosen and Johnny are like perfect examples of why Danny is a crappy protagonist. Cause he's never lost. He's never had like his old, his whole life has been, he just, he just does what he does and he ends up winning. So this kind of explains like why he ended up always being that like, he kind of always was kind of ended up getting validated because the end, he always comes out on top. So he must be morally right in all these situations. So when you have, so he never got to actually hold on to anything and have anything to work for. So we have chosen coming back to give him that, that honk of the nose. It's finally like reminding him like, 
you like Danny. Danny stood still because he was always good enough. You never had to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, 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 that's uh, yeah. I totally, I totally thought that, but I, I felt like that was a great. That was just a great, like, uh, old to like, uh, to the second, um, second movie. But yeah, that that was my favorite episode. Like, it was just great to see him go back to the village and stuff. Um, and you know, it it's kind of nice because Danny has been like, I I hated him the first season, and I kind of hated him in the second. So this the third, I'm like, okay, I I could tolerate you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm glad that because like. Before I was just like, oh, this is like an Asian trope, like, oh, like I'm a kung fu, I'm a martial artist, blah, blah, blah. and I just hate, I hate those things because, like, it's just I, oh, I just hate those things um, when white guys do that. Um, oh, yeah. But, but it, it was it was nice to see. I'm like, okay, I don't hate you anymore, Danny. Like, I I could tolerate you, and like, it, it was just a good. It was a good ending for season season three. I it, like I'm excited. It makes me excited for season four because of like Danny uh, Danny's like um, Danny's like you know twist and and like just character development. His character development just got better. He's just oh, yeah. finally Cause... actually had like a real loss, so he now actually has to do something with his life. Like, yeah. Like he's not he's not always winning, and I really like that he's just like, oh shit, I've been a jerk the whole time, and I've been expecting myself to be this winner, but you know I'm I'm human too, so it's it's nice because like Johnny has been through so much um, throughout the seasons, and it's just it's it it's nice for to for Danny to be in that place too. Yeah, because like because Danny, Danny got everything handed to him because it's like mm. his first tournament he wins. And then the second tournament, he gets a three-round bye and just only has to fight in the finals. I'm like, what the hell is that? Mm -hmm. And and that was just production stuff because Ralph Macchio was pushing 30 and, like, not staying in shape. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's some real stuff. Because he was, like, the oldest kid on, like, the cast. Like, like he wasn't even a kid. He was in my first movie. <laughs> He no, was like yeah, he, he was, was like 20. He was, was 22. He was 22 in the first one. He was 25 in um 2 and then he was like 27, 28 when they were filming 3. I, I was just shocked that he's older. He's actually older than William Zabka. So yeah. I was just yeah. like I was just like what? Yeah. Um, uh, Ralph I mean, Macchio is 59. William Zabka is I think oh 55. Like I swear he has to have like some kind of person of color in him like in the system. Oh, oh yeah, to no, totally totally does. Yeah. He has to be like some kind of like mix yeah. something like even if it's like back in Sicily yeah, like um, that little bit of yeah his his family's from um his his ancestral family comes from um I think it was Sicily is what he said it was yeah, and Sicily. that has a big Moorish African background and stuff so yeah for him it has to, to be feel, it has to be yeah because he looked twelve in the first movie when he was like yeah. twenty two years old you know. And he still looks good. I was just like, he's almost 60 and I'm just looking yeah. at him. I'm like, you look really good. And I, um, but yeah. And, but, um, so is William Zapka. I, I can't believe he's almost 60. I was just like, Oh yeah. William Zapka. They had to make him look like, like he was just down on his luck in that movie <laughs> because in real life, he looks really good. Like he, yeah, yeah. him and, like um, <laughs> him and Bobby from the Cobra Kai's, they were the only two that I like, kept up with their training. Like, well after the movie and stuff. 
Like everybody yeah, else is like, oh, we just need to just train now. And those two are like, well, let's keep doing this. This is kind of fun. Yeah, I, 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 um, but yeah, with, 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 um, with Johnny's storyline, I, um, I really, I really liked it a lot. I really liked his storyline this season, like how he stood by Miguel. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was, he finally realized he was stuck in the past and that he wanted, he wanted to be with, um, Miguel's mom, Carmen. Right. And, um, you know, I just felt like, oh man, he's he he doesn't give a shit about like the crowd. And then Eagle, he created his own, which is my favorite. That was my favorite line I, I've ever Eagle had. Eagle don't have fangs. No, no, yeah, that was my, no. My favorite thing is because I watched it when I was watching it, and the the guy said, "What what kills snakes?" And I in my head, I was like, "A mongoose." mongoose? I Every I, was, I say that too. I said out loud, "A mongoose," and the kid said, "A mongoose," and I was just like. And then he goes, no. He's like, I'm all crazy. Like, no, an eagle. And he goes, wait, that's why we're eagle fang. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is my favorite, like my whole favorite bit of the whole entire thing because right? I want, I want that shirt. I really and do want an eagle fang. I want dojo an eagle shirt. fang. I want an eagle fang do, do, dojo shirt. And like, I, I just was like obsessed with it because when he said like, what, what, what kills snakes? I'm just like. A mongoose, mongoose? Or, or or honey badger, and I was right. just like, and I was just like, and then he goes eagle. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. So I can't, I like that was the best that 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 I just could not stop thinking about. Eagles that. Like, do kill snakes though, if it because like with that's their fangs. Huh? <laughs> not with their, I mean, with, yeah, with, with their, their fangs, fangs. yeah. <laughs> they, eagles do kill snakes because um the the whole story of how Mexico was. Started to become a country as an yeah. eagle. No, they do. They do kill snakes, but yeah. like the first thing I thought was mongoose. <laughs> yeah, first thing, yeah, very first thing I thought was a mongoose. I'm like a mongoose, yeah, which I would have been even more funny way. if he would have called it like mongoose dojo or something. That's exactly. <laughs> like mongooses actually have fangs, so yeah, thing. <laughs> but that's too long. Yeah, eagle fang. I just I'm obsessed with that. Like I I I. I, I can't get over that. Like every time everyone says, "How's Cobra Kai?" I'm just like, "Eagle Fang." <laughs> this like shows off like how perfectly cast this show is because like that, there's so many people in the whole, the whole show that have just perfect like words Apple just say the dumbest line possible as if uh-huh. he believes it so perfectly. Like him and uh, uh the, what's his act? The actor's name, the guy who plays Stingray. Um, um, did he? Yeah, because he's like in real movies. Yeah. Like, and even him, like, just, yeah. like, the ability for them just to say... Oh, just, anyway, yes, I'm trying to remember yeah. the character. Yes, that guy. Yeah, like, just the, their ability just to say the dumbest shit and just with the whole Paul face Hauser. believe it. Pa- yeah. Paul Hauser. Met that guy at a Dashboard Confessional concert. <laughs> <laughs> right no, before like, the pandemic. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Like right. no, no, like yeah, Stingray was hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, Paul Hauser, yeah, and then he went on to be like all this amazing work that he's done. Um, but anyway, but yeah, like I, um, I, I like the whole the whole thing, like the whole series this season, like was just hilarious because it's so outrageous that you just can't help but be like, I this is this is ridiculous, but I love it. I love every moment yeah. of it. It's it's absolutely ridiculous because it's like first of all, so many people would be in jail. Secondly, uh, <laughs> secondly, kids, it's high school. Uh, no one's gonna take this stuff that serious once you get to college, and you're gonna be looked at like a weirdo. And yeah, like, no, I, I, and I can't believe Priest brought all the bullies like to oh yeah, to and got rid of them. And like I was just like, oh my god, like 
like the the whole like bringing the bullies thing i was just i was thinking i'm like oh man you brought the asian guy you gave you like we finally get an like well we have an asian kid but i don't even know his name so it kind of sucks oh um, yeah right he's so cute he's adorable but he never he gets one of the him. hardest lines of the whole series though yeah but he doesn't really he doesn't really get much i don't even remember his name do you guys know his name i don't know his nope. name. i have no idea just Asian have... with the glasses and the, with the red head with the with the glasses their his best name friend. is probably something like some rape some I'm really bad stereotype right it's probably <laughs> some yeah. bad stereotype like his name is like computer or some shit like that data yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, no and then they give us the bully asian guy isaac i think his name was like or something like that it but, was like, kyler his name was kyler yeah. oh oh he had oh, the worst name it's like the yeah. irvine name and he is from irvine so it's like perfect but like i was just like oh we only have two asians now and we have we have one black guy who i don't know his name either but like because he's best friends with the penis breath guy yeah yeah um but like it, it's like where you got rid of the black woman, so I'm kind of like I, I like I, I kind of wish we had more people of color. Like we have Miguel, and I'm glad for that. But it's like he's the token, right? And it's the, and then it's like it's in the valley, so there are way more people of color in the valley than so what they represent. And like I, I, and then it's like the other black kids are in jail. All the other black kids in the show are in jail. Like the one who looks like Chris yeah. Brown, that was one of Robbie's yeah. friends, and then oh my like, God. and then like those other that other kid that's in jail with Robbie, who looks like he's way too old to be in juvie. Yeah, like it's 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 just crazy. I'm just like I thought the season would be better. I was like, oh oh, look, they're gonna bring Kyler. Maybe they'll bring more people of color. No, no, they they didn't. But anyway, other than that, I kind of had an issue. But everything uh, like uh, like that was the only thing I had an issue with. But and other stuff like fantasy elements, but I mean, overall, I really like enjoyed this season. Oh, like, I, I, it was I my, it was my favorite of of it because I love seeing Elizabeth Shue come back. I love her so much. Like I was thinking, oh, she she won't come back. She's too expensive. I know, right? She just finished up the boys, and like it's like, hey, you know, she's like, I haven't she's been in Karate Kid since Karate Kid <laughs> One. You know, I got written off screen, whatever. You- you, and you guys gave me a shitty back, a shitty storyline because, like, like they made her like the like the like the vic, like the the blame like how they did it like Daniel Danny Daniel was like lied to her and stuff and she's supposed to forgive him like at the golf and stuff. I remember that scene because I was just like, oh yeah, because he was trying to make her feel bad and and then like because she was mad at him but he made her feel bad and I was just like. Oh my god! Like I'm so mad. Like this, this, and this girl probably knows more karate cause, uh, than him because she was like telling him about the rules. Anyway, I understand why Liz, if Elizabeth Shue did not want to come back because they totally gave her a horrible character, like for Allie. And but I'm glad that they gave her like made her a doctor and all this stuff. I thought she was going to be the doctor that operated on Miguel, but that's what I thought that they were going to do. Yeah. So, but apparently not. And then she came to visit her mom and stuff but i was like that's so it's so predictable that she was gonna go through a divorce with her ex-husband like i was just like she's gonna come back and she's gonna have issues with her husband like and then oh yeah make it difficult but like yeah but i was just like oh no i felt like it was a waste of elizabeth shoe like even though it's great to see her i feel like they could have given her more yeah yeah she was, she was only in the one she was only in the one episode right and two two episodes. two okay it does kind of feel I'm like sorry, go ahead, Mark. Or it's like 
Yeah, they were also like kind of recycling that uh, Pat, Pat Morita's um, uh, pitch for for a uh, basically a Cobra Kai before Cobra Kai movie about Johnny. Like they were kind of recycling that. I thought they were going to recycle that idea of mm-hmm. have Johnny be the doctor. You guys ever read about that? Yeah, I remember that. Cause like, and that was one of the big plot points that like the whole series. I had to get rid of it out of my head and just like let it go. Because at the end of Karate Kid, the first movie, uh, it seemed like Johnny and Danny were cool because Johnny handed him the trophy. Yeah. You know? But I think he blames him for his life, though. I think Johnny blames him for what happened to him in his life. Yeah. Because, like, Johnny got to watch his whole life go downhill from high school. Yeah. Like, and then he gets to see um, Danny plastered everywhere. And then and Danny yeah. did end up did end up like being uh, like being uh, boyfriend girlfriend with Allie until college, so like because cause they mentioned like oh we broke up because I you know I was at UCLA and all this stuff and yeah. so I was just like oh they made it they made it through high school okay no they made it to prom they broke up after prom because he drove back to Misty Miyagi's house in Karate Kid Two with the busted car and he had on that like horrendous nineteen eighties blue ruffled suit. Yeah, but then they said that they they dated in in college too. Oh, they said they did. Oh, okay, they got yeah, it back. There's, oh. yeah, there's, conti- there's a lot of continuity issues going on, but you kind of have to hand wave them away because we're working off of thirty year old movies here, and they're not very <laughs> true. Very well, yeah, they're not very well in continuity anymore. Yeah, he was jealous of her 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 friend that she made in in college. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So he played yeah, football or something. Right. And I, I have no idea, but something about like she made a friend in college, and Danny got jealous, and so she they broke up. Something that could have been solved by a conversation instead of reacting. That's a simple that's conversation. The, that sounds like this Danny. Is the karate kid, karate kid universe. Like we can't apparently phones don't exist. Right, phones yeah. don't exist. None of this. We just look, man. We just got to settle this right now. I need you to paint this fence right now. <laughs> oh, I do have a question for you guys. Do you feel like they're gonna eventually write write off Danny's son because he only was in the, in there for a brief moment? Like, hey guys, I forgot he existed. Yeah, hey, you make some like, pancakes. Was, I was like, oh shit, he has another kid. I forgot about that. You know, and then and the fight was at the house. Wouldn't yo the kid home? Wouldn't he call the police? He would know. Be like, yo, I gotta call the cops. Like they they yeah. would not. I wish he would yeah. call his parents too, like what the fuck, and like call his parents. I'm almost positive there's a deleted scene somewhere where all that fight is happening. He just has his headphones on and can't hear shit. Like it's I would that true. Believe that. I would believe that as like I wish that now you said that I wish that would have been the post credit stinger. Yeah, like now now that I'm, there's a deleted scene somewhere where he is just like <laughs> on his headphones playing Fortnite or some shit and. <laughs> And not he's even downstairs. Come downstairs, sees the household fucked up, doesn't even notice it until he's already at the fridge. Right? <laughs> he gets to the fridge and his face in the fridge door is like off the hinges. Hey, what happened? Oh my god, that'd be hilarious though. Like it's oh, just it's, it's just like I feel like like he's gonna slowly disappear like they did with like the other shows, like Judy, like Judy family. from Family Judy Matters. From family Matters. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, she's gonna slowly disappear. He's gonna slowly disappear, like Judy from from Family Matters. Like, and it's just gonna be the cousin Reggie, like coming yeah. in. 
just gonna go upstairs and never come down again. We're like, well, don't you guys have three children? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm if I have to go out, that's time. the way I want to go. Yeah, I think in the season finale, she was she comes down. And she goes, "I was up there for a long time." <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like I feel like that's gonna be the kid because like I feel like he has no purpose. I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, the kid, he has no purpose in the show. They, I think they just wanted to give a sibling so they, it would look like the perfect family, a, a daughter and son. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah to two point two kids and a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, that kid, like, I, I wanted your opinion. I'm like, that kid was just useless. Yeah, it's like, he's going to be, and he's going to be either gone the next season, or they're going to try to shoehorn him into the dojo, where he finally, yeah. where he finally takes karate, and then he's still going to, like, be in the shadows somewhere, you know? <laughs> I think he also, but I like, think probably he got, he got written out around a lot, because he lost, it looks like he lost a lot of weight between seasons two and season three. yeah. Well, I think right he there. also reached puberty, so he did yeah, grow. He you might know, just like, stretched yeah. out, yeah. The, the, ch- the child actor problem of, oh, crap, they grew a foot. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like in One Day at a Time, it's like the son was like, he was like really small for like the first couple seasons, and then like in season three, he's just like, he's just big with a mustache and a beard almost. I'm like, whoa, 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 where did this come from? <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, yeah, but other than that, like, is there anything that you guys have, like, anything that you guys really liked about the season? Oh, yeah, a lot. I, I enjoyed it. your moment? I enjoyed my favorite moment of the season. I, I'll let you guys go, and then I'll go with mine at, at the end. Like, it's gotta be the long take. Like, we're on Netflix, we gotta do, we're, we're a martial arts show, Daredevil did it twice, we gotta do it too. We gotta mm-hmm. give that one long take. And just it's not like while the Daredevil, it's it was different kind of impressive. While the Daredevil one had a way bigger budget, it was also an easy. It was a little bit of an easier fight to film because it was less chaotic. The, yeah. That whole ha- that whole shot with because it's that long tracking shot through the house. It's it's a shot that's it's it's a shot that's too good to be in something that's supposed to be a dumb action comedy. Right. I mean, I, I felt like the fighting was good, but I also, like, there were a lot of characters that, like, were in the fight that we didn't notice, so that made it good because they probably were fighters and that, you know, you're allowed to see their face and stuff. Um, I just, some of the editing I had issues with because some of it's obvious it's not them. Like, mm-hmm. when the yeah. fight, like, I'm like, that, that, like, I could see that's not the actor. Like, it's right. obvious. Like, I see yeah. Hawk, right? I'm just like, and it, and like, I like gains like thirty pounds, and then he loses it in another shot. I was trying really hard to just focus on the fighting and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna pretend like these are not like it's just a fighting. But it's like I felt like it was a little obvious for this one because like I just I I was just like, oh, that kind of bothered me because I could just tell there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, especially because also like that long take it's hard to avoid because the both act multiple actors were in the same were playing the same character during the same take. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a, it's one of those hard. And when you're doing a long take, I a long take action sequence like that, I will give a little bit of a credit of a not perfect match on a double, just because I know how hard it is just to get that to film in yeah. general, let alone alone doing it. Like even it's... like even like going back like referencing the Daredevil hallway fight, you still see like half the switches, and when they as 
when they switch out when they switch out Daredevil in that fight scene, you see that you see uh, half of those switches, and that's a state, and that's largely a static camera where they have plenty of room to go off of. Yeah. So it was like a much easier. It was still a lot easier to hide the doubles, and you still caught the switch. I do have a question for you, Mark, because you are a stunt uh, stuntman. Like, do you, like do you feel like they should have kept the the long takes and then have those errors, or do you feel like they should have done it cleaner with the with edits to make it look legit? It's there. There was a lot of edits in that long take. To be fair, because there's really no like every, everyone who says they do the long take the long take, and that's the one they use. Unless they re- literally show you the unedited edited one, I never believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I get, just because I know how hard it is to shoot those scenes, and how much, and how expensive it is, especially because there's so many things that break on set, they probably couldn't actually do more than, like, four or five takes total because of just how much property they had available. To, like, all the, because everything, there's all the windows, the chairs, everything that breaks on set. Every time they have to cut for a new take, so if someone messed something up, it would probably be like half the day of replacing everything on set yeah, just to get them you back to the right. set everything. Yeah, but like so, my, like, my, what am I? Oh, I'm sorry, I, Mark, I, just, I just yeah, so that's so I give them a lot more leeway on fight on fight scenes like that. Also, it's an action film. We kind of ex- we're used to stunt doubles. Mm-hmm. If someone's if someone's doing their own stunts, they're the loudest person about it. But yeah. everyone just knows that there's the stunt. Every time we can't specifically see their face, we know it's a stunt double. But we all we all agree on it because stunts, like learning how to fight, learning martial arts, is a completely different skill set than acting, and it's very rare mm-hmm. for someone to be able to do both. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I feel like they could have just done the edits, edited version, and it would have been cleaner because it just was distracting for me. I know you are forgiving about it, and I, I, I typically am too because I know how hard they the stunt. Like, I, I think they should all, like stunt double stunt stunt people should get their own like awards ceremony because I feel like they work so hard. And I oh hell yeah, oh absolutely. But, but I, I, I feel like they should have edited it so it would have looked more clean. They could have still have done an awesome fight scene, but at least like with it wouldn't be this, as distracting for me. Because like yeah, like maybe for you because you are a, a a martial artist and and you see it and like you're like I know how hard they work, but at the same time I'm like well if you're not you kind of get annoyed with that like as a film person you know as a like cinematographer like you you look at that stuff so I don't know I just I rather them have it clean and and then it'll be like oh cool fighting. And it looks good versus like oh long take. I'm like oh, I know that's yeah. a stunt. It's kind of like how it start like with Star Trek. You know who's it's obviously a stunt double where they like Kirk like old school one like like it's like it totally use a stunt double and it's like a totally different hair hairstyle or there he's bigger and I'm just like oh, like I'm distracted. Like I don't know. Like that's 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 my take though. But I yeah. I did I did enjoy it though because I'm just like oh, okay fighting. But I was at moments I was like. Oh, that that's not Hawk. That's Hawk. That's Hawk. Yeah. That's not Hawk. Like that's that's a that's a thing I had. But how about you, um, Aaron? I think What's your one favorite. Of, I think one of my favorite moments like come from like kind of the heart of the series. You know, it, this this season had a lot of heart in it. Like especially in regards to like Miguel and him learning how to walk again. Um, just him getting that motivation to like stop thinking about walking and just start walking, and the fact that. A, a D Snyder, not a Twisted Sister, a D Snyder concert helped him walk again, which was absolutely <laughs> a D Snyder you know, concert in the middle of some rec center in the middle of nowhere. 
I have never been to a show that weirdly secret. <laughs> that is, yeah, that was oddly secret. Like, he just went into, like, a warehouse and just, like, okay, D. Snyder's singing, the kids are back. And I'm like, oh, alright, this is this is who they, out of all the rat that he listened to in season one, they couldn't get rat to sing round and round because we know that that's because I guess that's too expensive. But D Snyder singing like the eighth most popular Twisted Sister song. <laughs> to be fair, D Snyder would probably be the only one excited to do it. D Snyder paid for his own ticket to come film that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just see Mr. Call like, and you're like, I'm already there, guys. He's like, oh, y'all need me for Cobra Kai? No problem. I'll be right there. What else? How many episodes? Whose dad am I? <laughs> Can I see the line? Can I see the line? Hey, look, it's a Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah. That, you know, that took me out of it, too, because check this out. Uh, let's go back to wrestling. A lot of wrestlers do a lot of Make-A-Wish things, right? Celebrities know when they have a Make-A-Wish thing. That, that that's that's nothing that you just get surprised like hey that's a make a wish kid here i guess it's my turn no they, this is a scheduled event oh and, my god but yeah like but it, it but i mean it, 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 it was nice to see like the 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 80s come back again oh that yeah <laughs> that was that was great that but like d d snyder totally paid for his own ticket to come down for that like he was like, "Oh, I'm so glad you guys thought of me." He was like, "Actually, don't, don't, don't tell me the rest of that sentence. I know, I know." Because like, I get to relive, relive the '80s too. Yeah, right. He's like, "Hold on, let me get my crimping, crimping iron real quick." A little disappointed they didn't crowd surf the wheelchair. This like, Yo, oh, right? That would have been amazing, but they wouldn't pay the extras enough for that. No, yeah, no, they like we not we not giving y'all premium money for this. Y'all gonna yeah. get y'all fifty dollars and get out of here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I um, but my favorite part was the the uh, Japan one, but also like um, like the, the him traveling to Japan. But oh, yeah. I um, I also really 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 liked um, like the like I think my favorite part was like this of the storyline was. We get to know the the women better, like the girls, like mm-hmm. Sam and her PTSD, and Tori's. Even though Tori should still is is a bitch, but she, you get to see a little bit of her backstory and understand like what she has to deal with. And so, and I love Peyton List because I loved her since Jesse and uh, the Disney Channel. No. So I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of like I I've, I even though she's a horrible character, I love Peyton List so much. Um, but I um. But I really like the just the like watching the, those characters and getting to know them a little bit more, um, even even at the expense of the other characters. Okay, so um, now who who's we're gonna we'll end on this. Who's everyone's favorite character from? Uh, we can do both Cobra Kai and the entirety of the Karate Kid universe. Okay. I know we can take we can all take some time and think about this. If I want to say Stingray because he's just a joy every time he's on screen, but <laughs> actually like characters I like, yeah, I'm gonna have to go Dimitri. Oh, really? He's annoying. <laughs> he's annoying, but he has an arc, and there's a lot. There's like he's just like he's got right right now. Like we're going into season four, he's got one of the most rooms to grow. Hmm. 
because you got to watch like the the bully kid, like the scrawny bully kid. Because honestly, like that was kind of me growing up. I was real scrawny. I was like that in like martial arts. It didn't. I didn't take to it right away. So like to see him grow, like so like there's like a little personal connection connection there. Is also just in the story, like where he is narratively. There's so much more he can go with because there's even though like he want he's finally got his friend back, but now there's that. You still broke my fucking arm, dude. Right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, like, exactly, like, it, it, like, I just don't understand why he's friends with him. I hate Hawk. I hate Hawk so much. But I understand why he's like that, but at the same time, I'm like, that was such an unexpected twist. But Dimitri's so annoying. I'm just like, he's, like, trying to be a ladies' man, and I just, I can't stand those guys who are like, oh, hey, like, I just, I can't. But I understand why you like him, but because he has the most room to grow, but... Yeah, I just, I can't. That guy is just, even though I do appreciate he loves Doctor Who like us, Mark. Yeah. Mark and I met at a Doctor Who convention. Oh, so, dope. Yeah, Mark and I are uh, Doctor Who friends. All right. So that's why I'm like, okay, he did mention Doctor Who. But other than that, I'm kind of like, uh. Okay, hang um, tight, hang tight. Uh, that the, the Asian kid whose name we couldn't know, Nathaniel O, his name in the show, Nathaniel. They didn't even think enough about this kid to give him his own original name. Wow. but i'm still angry about like how good of a line it is like i wouldn't even go to your funeral oh yeah yeah, that was hilarious i was like that was a great line what he said to him but yeah like um okay so this i have two two favorites then um my favorite uh in cobra kai is miguel okay because i i love how i love his character growth also um i i just love that you know, he, despite everything, he's always remained, like, the decent guy in this generation that we could see it, you know? Yeah. Like, he's, he's never run into any problems. He's always tried to be, like, the good guy. And also, I love his family, so I kind of like that dynamic of, like, a connected family. Um, and then I want this to happen so badly, but I, th- I think she's too expensive to bring on the show. But I want to see Julie come on the show and interact with Danny because she was also trained by Mr. Miyagi. If you oh, guys yeah. Yeah. Um, because um, even though everyone hated on the next Karate Kid because I didn't because it was my, it, it was I, my liked, I liked it. I loved it. Like, it was my generation. I was a kid. That Like, I was a kid during when that came out. So for me, that was my kind of Karate Kid and seeing a, a girl like a fight it was cool it was like and then i was taking classes so it was kind of cool to see that and um and so i would love to see um uh, danny have an issue with mr miyagi kind of training someone else not issue but kind of like a rivalry like a rival with her um and i want to see hillary swank come on the show um she is super expensive because she is like Oscar winning actress, like a Academy Award winning actress, but I would love to see that character come onto the show for Cobra Kai, but just because I really want to see that interacting action with Danny and also um, just more women in general. But I, I, I love, I love, I want to see Julie and come on the show, especially since we were able to get Elizabeth Shue, then we could get Hillary Swank. Right. We we could totally they could totally get Hillary Swank for like an episode. It, the budget would the 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 budget would be terrible <laughs> for that episode. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And also, it would be a good dynamic to see Danny and Julie because Julie actually knew more karate than Danny did by the time he met Mister Miyaki. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. So she's she, she could fight. She and like she 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 could fight. And it was in 1990, so it was better quality. Right, of... right, right. <laughs> now my favorite my favorite character. Uh, I'm I'm also from Cobra Kai. I'm also go with Miguel. Uh, I saw I saw a lot of myself in Miguel. Like the whole like he he loves his grandma. Uh, who calls who lovingly calls his Yaya, um, and he's he's just willing to learn. He's not gonna give up on like his teacher and stuff because he's down in the dumps and stuff. He just wants to learn and wants to be better at whatever it is that he's doing, um, which is is something that a lot of people need to like just kind of digest that like he just wants to improve. Sure, he has some like moments where he like dips and dives and stuff, but we all do. That's what being human is about. He's one of the most human characters in this, you know, um, and the way he comes back from such a horrible injury and stuff, he, you know, he, he gets he gets the money that he needs to to get the surgery and stuff. And he the power of 80s rock brings his legs back. That's the best, you know, um, <laughs> through the whole series. Uh, what I would like to see, like in the next season, they're clearly going to do some season some uh karate kid three stuff and, and i hope they don't bring back mike barnes the bad boy of karate um <laughs> i laugh everyone's dead i've not thought about that name in like 10 solid years oh my god oh, yeah i watched it i watched that movie i watched that movie like two or three days ago so that's it's fresh on my mind He's the bad boy of Christ who was literally terrorizing Danny to sign up for a fucking tournament. Like, if, if there's any time that you need to get a restraining order, it's then. Uh, <laughs> like, this dude is trying to get me to join a karate tournament. He broke my bonsai tree and left me at the bottom of a cliff. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't go about the rest of my day. <laughs> no, it's like he just wrecking my business. I'm trying to sell bonsai trees and stuff. What the hell is happening? <laughs> all for a karate tournament so he so he could earn own 50% of Cobra Kai if Mike Barnes does come back he needs to sue for 50% ownership rights of Cobra Kai that's how they he beat Kreese he, he comes back against Kreese for his 50% <laughs> like I would love I would honestly love this whole series to end without a fight like the final episode not being yeah. a fight that would, that would be, be like great. The ultimate, the, the ultimate distillation of actual like everything this Miyagi was te- trying to teach is you don't right. have to fight. And and then I'll take it a step further. So it ends like that because Miyagi teaches that, and then somebody says, "I don't care who." Somebody says, "I hate fighting." Somebody always gets hurt, and then that's how the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I think Mike Barnes is uh, still acting. Yes, he is. So, he is. He has the most piercing blue right? eyes. If you look up, if you look him up. No, he. I think. Um. Yeah, I think he. I think he. He's in soap operas now, right? Yeah. Like, he, he has, yeah. So I. Uh. Yeah. Sean Kanan. Sean Kanan is his name. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I think the guy. The guy's still acting. So I think he. Could, if he were to return, that'd be hilarious. Wait, what's what's he? What is he currently in? Uh, he just had a movie come out called Beyond the Wall. To be found in the Walmart five dollar uh, Yeah, I mean, like his. He's in, in General Hospital. He's in General Hospital. Yeah, he's in General Hospital. 
Yes, he is. <laughs> he is <in> general. <laughs> like I want to, I want to make fun of it, but honestly, like if you're an actor working in LA and you're not in movies, like General Hospital is like the best gig you can get. Yeah, yeah he was true. he was the great. guest in the final episode of Hell's Kitchen. Of what? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was who was supposed to. I'm on his IMDb right now. He was. I, honestly, <laughs> I ain't even mad. This I, I'm now a fan. This dude's living the dream, and I'm into it. Yo. <laughs> and he was on. He, and and also, not only was he on General Hospital, he was on Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless. Well, those are gone now. So I'm like, yeah. But like, he's 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 making it work. Oh yeah, he so just I, he did a he did a announcement like on his channel about Cobra Kai. <laughs> as as Mike as Mike Barnes as Mike Barnes, so I have to watch that afterwards. That'll be hilarious. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, like so, so yeah, I'm I'm serious. Mike Barnes should just come back and not fight anybody, but in court he, just, he should fight people. Yes, yes, I would love to see that. <laughs> he's the bad boy. Of, he he became a lawyer and now he's the bad boy of the law room. <laughs> so how's that grudge over fifty percent of a of a strip mall dojo? Oh my god. That 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 would be that's just and if that ever happens, I swear to God, anybody who here at Netflix is working for Cobra Kai, we need that us three, uh Aaron Powell, Mark Summers, Laura Sirico, we need that money because we came up with that idea right <laughs> yes. here. Yes. <laughs> I don't even need the money. You all can take it. Take it. I just I wanna see it. I know, yeah. I just wanna see this. I oh actually, my god. I I would be an extra in the courtroom. Just I'll yeah. take that. If well, there's like, like doing the sketches. I'll if be there's the... another scene of a music one with D. Snyder or someone else, I'll, I'll want to be in that scene. Yeah, I want to <laughs> be the bailiff. I want to be the bailiff in the courtroom for for Mike Barnes' trial. Like <laughs> <laughs> the inevitable, someone tries to start a fight. Yep. Oh my goodness, this was fun, you guys. This is this is awesome. Uh, we gonna land. <laughs> we gonna land this plane. Um, where can we find you guys? Mark, uh, can you leave us your info? Let us know where we can find you. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't have anything public anymore these days. Oh. Um, I think my Insta, I think my IG is still public. If you want to see, um, I guess where I post record pictures of my record collection and occasionally an old picture of me in costume. That's yeah. actually pretty awesome. So yeah, yeah. And everyone, Mark looks exactly like Matt Smith. Because when I first met Mark, he was dressed up as Matt Smith, and I was just like, I had to pause for a long second. Was I still doing, was I still doing my really bad fake English accent? <laughs> I think you were, and I was just laughing. But I knew, but at the same time, I was just like, I was like, wow, he looks exactly like Matt Smith. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I still did that accent. But anyways, if you still want to make fun of my old cosplay days, um, Madman Cosplay on, I think that's what it is, on Instagram. I just have to look this up because it's been that long since I thought about it. <laughs> wow. Well, um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram on the socials at L S I R I K U L L Cool. Um, I'm always posting like where I'm writing and what I'm doing. So, um, uh, so yeah, you could follow any of the work I've done and and shows and stuff. Cool. And um, this is gonna wrap up this week's episode of Temple of Geek, and I want to thank everybody who tuned in the guest to today, and especially our guest. Mark Summers and Laura Sirocco. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter using the handle Temple of Geek. 
If you want to check out some more episodes of our show, head on over to templeofgeek.com. You'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Thank you guys so much. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.